I don't know about you, but I'm ready to get emotional. <laughs> I'm always ready to get emotional, Andrew Cope. I'm a very emotional person. So, okay, so I have something planned, and I'm not sure how this is going to go. So, it's called the singularity, and it can mean a lot of things, and there's various ways to think about it, but the kind of general terminology is that it's the point technology progresses at a rate where humans can't comprehend it anymore. So let's let's get into that. Mm-hmm. Um, so Please do. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so imagine me. I am Joe Inventor. Okay. I invent machines that have some kind of smartness to them, right? Good for you. I create a machine that is capable of creating a machine that is smarter than it in a fraction of the time it took me to do it. Okay. Sound good? I you get on, this. You on board? I understand this. That machine, let's call it Machine Max. Max. Let's not call it that. <laughs> Whatever, I don't know. So Max creates Lindsay, who mm-hmm. is who is 200% smarter than it, and it was made in two minutes. 200% smarter than Max. Than Max. So like this computer is smarter than the computer before it. Yes. And then that computer goes on to make more smart computers, like Janet and Roberto. Mm, I like Roberto. Which end up, so end up making computers that can make other, I don't want to call them computers, machines, right? Okay. Machines that can make other machines that are smarter than them in a fraction of the time that they were created. So you can kind of have this graph, you can kind of plot the, you know, technological progress throughout time. So it kind of goes like, you know, starts off kind of slow and then just has this curve straight up to a certain point. You can kind of think of it as like a tick, 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 right? So that is called the singularity. And that's the point where you have these machines that are creating more machines and it's getting smarter, 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 at a rate that's faster than we can even imagine, right? So you end up at this point with this like hyper intelligent machine that's smarter than we can possibly imagine. And then you have us, which haven't gotten any smarter. And so what do you do? And so here's the kind of kicker that I think I really like is that this is expected by nerdy smart people to happen in around 2045. That's really soon. In our lifetimes. To the point where I'm like confused why more people aren't talking about this because this is like freaking amazing. 2045. How old will we be? I don't know. I don't want to do math. We'll be old, but not that old. Right? We'll be like, you know, middle-aged. So anyway, so, so there's a big question, and a lot of nerds talk about this all the time, where what happens at this point? You have um, this person, and then you have this hyper-intelligent thing, right? And the, well, kind of a common example is, is, is uh, comparing it to like an ant trying to listen to Mozart, where the ant, the machine is Mozart, where we can maybe sense the vibrations of Mozart, but it's not... There's whole levels and planes that we don't even can't even fathom because we're a little ant. We have a little ant brain. We won't have the capacity to understand the intelligence of this machine. Yeah. Okay. And this this is made possible by the fact that machine creates a better machine, we creates better machine, and that's how we get there. But isn't it kind of weird that it starts off that man makes machine? Yeah, they call that the last machine or something like that. Okay. Because it's like kind of this like you know very science fictiony sounding like the last you know the last machine mm-hmm. that ever we ever needed to create and then. <laughs> You know, and then the, the whole thing site goes. So it's kind of fun. Anyway, so I have laid out three scenarios of what could happen at this point, and I'm gonna bring it to you, and I'm gonna ask you, as we do here, mm-hmm. how you feel about that. Okay. And it's gonna be pretty good. The first one, we'll start off basic. The first one is that this hyper intelligent thing really has no use for humans anymore. Has no use for the planet Earth. It doesn't stay on Earth at all. Yeah, this is a common thing at the end of a sci-fi movies. Like, this happens in Her, and this happens in Ex Machina, kind of, where, like, 
the machine ends up having like no interest in humans and just like kind of leaves. Yeah. So if this machine just decides to leave, I guess my question is what's the point? Like why, why did we make it in the first place? Yeah. For it just to leave? Yeah. I mean, good for wherever it goes. It expel its infinite knowledge on there. But... So, so that brings us to our next point. You have this infinite knowledge and in this scenario, it's completely untapped, right? You might've, you know, solved every, you know, physics problem that we ever have. And it just left Earth. It's kind of, kind of, kind of bummer. It is. It kind of sucks. <laughs> right? It kind of sucks. We can't use any of that knowledge. Exactly. So that brings us to the next scenario, and this is kind of a uh, an interesting one. Um, it's that you know we create some way to 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 interact and learn with the machine, because in normal we can't interact with it because it's so smart. But we somehow like you know put some wire to our brains in some cyborgy kind of way, where I think Elon Musk once called it a neural lace. In that way, we are able to interact with it and solve all of our problems and figure out what the universe is and all this kind of big unsolvable kind of stuff. I really like this like application. Okay. Where the machine gives us all the knowledge and we kind of just do the work. Yeah, right? the machine's like, hey, wanna, hey, you have this cancer problem. Here you go. Here you and go. we're Here's like, okay, here. thanks, bud. So I like that idea because it seems like humans and machines can simultaneously work together for the greater good of society. Maybe, yes. Possibly. Um, given that we can communicate with them and they choose to let us communicate mm-hmm. with them. And so, like, you're really getting into this. I, I, like this. I, I am really getting into this, which I didn't think I really like would, <laughs> but I kind of like it. Good, I'm glad. <laughs> um, but yeah, so like if this dynamic does work together as like the way in which we're working with technology right now is, as in like we're using computers for like the advancement of health. So if the machine would be like, hey, here's a cure for cancer, mm-hmm. I think that's great. But what if the computer doesn't let us do that and doesn't let us harness its information and is selfish and see that's the thing. decides to eradicate us and like <laughs> And that's the I mean? cool thing is that we won't we're not making this thing. So it's not a computer, we're not telling it what to do. It's just it made itself in a, in directions we don't even know. Right? We can't even we are not we're not in control of. And so it ends up being that if this thing is so smart and has seemingly some kind of consciousness and we're like telling it to solve all our problems and it's like sitting in this box unable to move around or think about other things, Mm -hmm. is that like kind of unethical to be like this super smart thing that can maybe like think faster than we can? So like, you know, it's just sitting there for millions of years and it's in its time. And so it's, is that kind of like slavery (laughs) to... Which like I would get behind that idea it's that, an interesting in way question right because you i mean and one that doesn't really have any precedent for but here's the thing so you say that it has this like infinite amount of knowledge yeah and wisdom or whatever does that mean it has feelings because we don't know. would you, i think that's like where i would kind of draw the line yeah is if it has some sort of like emotional feeling mm-hmm. i would not feel right as a person to like hold it in the in a box in a cell or whatever and use it for its information i would agree and i think many people agree with that point and that's a thing because then you also get into those like movie scenarios where these machines are very mad that you're holding it captive and it retaliates against you and burns down everything kills humanity and which conveniently <laughs> enough brings us to our third scenario <laughs> oh my god which i have it written down here as Hyper-intelligent thing deems us completely unnecessary and wasteful, period, wipes us out. <laughs> Which I feel like that's exactly how we're going to go out like as yeah. a society. 
Yeah. Which I feel like people have kind of predicted this for a very long duration of time. I mean, there's a lot of movies about this. There's tons of movies about this exact idea. And the tricky thing is, that's obviously not something that we should want. I think if you um, want to build the computer, not. The, the, if you want to build a computer that replaces humans as the you know thing on on Earth, I think you should probably make friends or something. Mm-hmm. But uh, can you dictate which one of these three it is? I don't think you can, and this is why this idea of the singular effect freaks me out. Mm-hmm. It's because I feel like it's so unstable, and that there's so many hypothetical scenarios for how this could go mm-hmm. is that I just like don't want it to be a thing at all. I feel like that's how a lot of people in like older generations have thought about technology advancing now. Yeah. I think a lot of people look at us with our microphone and our laptops and our cell phones and are like, Oh my God, these youngins, they don't know what they're doing. They're letting machines <laughs> rule the earth, mm-hmm. which now that like you're talking about this idea, I can kind of see. Yep. Doesn't it make you wonder why more people are talking about this stuff? I I had never heard of this idea. I, like, I had heard of Moore's Law. Yeah. And that's kind of about the extent. It's sort of related to Moore's Law. Like, that's how you end up with 2045. Mm-hmm. But Moore's Law has limitations that this doesn't have. But well, I guess my kind of question is, earlier you talked about, you know, the tick, 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 tick. Mm-hmm. And it only Zzz. keeps speeding up. Yep. But what happens with, psh, what happens with the boom? What's the boom? Because eventually there's going to be a boom. It's like a bomb until eventually it well, explodes. We have 28 years <laughs> to figure this out. To figure this out. Presumably. So, dear listener, I'll leave you alone with your thoughts. What you think? How do I feel about that? <laughs>